missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Have you seen uh, any memes recently, Shaw, other than the girl yelling at the bro at the oh concert? Oh, my gosh. That one can't. Every time I laugh oh, yeah. at that one. I laugh at it, too. Uh, okay. It's hilarious. But have you seen the, the black kid meme? No. The little kid? Uh-uh. The corn kid? Oh, yes. No, I haven't. Yes. You don't know about corn kid? Uh-uh. He loves oh. himself some we're, corn. We're a little bit late on this one. This uh, this is from, uh, I think, maybe two weeks ago. but uh, Loves corn. The, he loves corn. Did an interview, Shaw, and uh, told the guy in the interview how much he loves corn. Uh-huh. I really like corn. What do you like about corn? Ever since I was told that corn is real, it tasted good. I love corn. Loves it. Mmm, corn. <laughs> I hope you really have a corn-tastic day. A corn-tastic day? It's corn. It's awesome. Love <laughs> <laughs> this enthusiasm. Well, you, you know you become uh, a big time when not only do you become a meme, Shaw, because yes. the memes of the corn kid are out there and they're loving it, Jerry. But he's also had uh, had a, a tribute song done by Kevin Bacon. You know, Kevin Bacon does tribute songs, Shaw, okay. on his uh, social media, and he did a song about the corn kid. It's corn. I just love it. A big lump with knobs, it has the juice. I mean, look at this thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. And when I tasted it with butter, everything changed. Because it's corn. Everybody loves the corn kid, and South Dakota has named him the corn ambassador. Oh, that's a great move. His name is Tariq, and he has officially been named the corn ambassador of South Dakota, which Included an invite to the Corn Palace. Heck yeah. And is now the state's official Corn Ambassador. The state's Department of Tourism welcomed Corn Kid Tariq, whose commentary <laughs> oh, that's great. on uh, corn in a recess therapy video went into a viral TikTok. And uh, yeah, the, the world's only Corn Palace in Mitchell, <laughs> South Dakota. Seven-year-old Tariq says uh, when he tried corn with butter, quote, everything changed. <laughs> he famously described the vegetable as big lumps with knobs. <laughs> And juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, so if you've seen the the kid and you don't know what's going on, you got to watch the TikTok. It's, uh, it's from, I think, a couple of weeks ago, uh, but I knew Shaw was probably a little behind the times. And the Kevin Bacon video is great if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> the Corn Kid. Now the Corn Ambassador of South Dakota. What an honorary title. Yeah, that's, that's Take good. Take that with him wherever you go. Probably yeah. got a lifetime supply of corn to go with it. I mean, look at this thing. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Oh. MMA fights are not normally where you catch a little bit of nudity. But every once in a while, something happens. Nudity? Oh, very much nudity. A lot of nudity? I think uh, the name is no Tay. Pants? It's either Tay or Ty. T-A-I. Would you say Tay or Ty? T-A-I? Yeah. First name. Tay? Tay, probably. Tay Emery was excited. She had won her bare-knuckle boxing match. She was maybe a little bit too excited because after she won her match, she jumped on top of the ring on yeah. the cage yeah. and took her top off. <laughs> she pulled a Brandy Chastain. But she went full Monty. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. At BKFC Thailand 3 on Saturday, Emery made her bare-knuckle boxing debut by landing a beautiful uppercut left-hook combo to earn a first-round knockout win over another woman who I am not going to try to pronounce. Rung a run Yikes. Kunchai. Okay. This is in Bangkok. Did that girl keep her shirt on? Well, yeah, she got knocked out. Oh, okay. She may have taken it off in the locker room, but she had nothing to celebrate. I don't know. Do you take your top off when you when you lose a bare knuckle fight? Maybe. Uh, after the celebration uh, was on, that's when Emery climbed to the top of the ropes and triumphantly exposed herself and her very nice breasts, by the way, to the crowd. <laughs> the BKFC commenter Chris Little 
said, quote, interesting celebration there by Tay Emery. Haven't seen that one before. <laughs> by the way, Emery is a uh, 35-year-old former electrician and model from Australia. Those two things you didn't think went together, like a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. She also played for the Lingerie Football League and was scheduled to compete for the Lingerie Fighting Championships, but she is now a bare-knuckle fighter and won her debut and then took her top off. I think they're fake, but they're spectacular. Are they? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You only get a little bit of the side glance. You catch a tiny bit of nip in there, but uh, yeah, I would admire those from a distance. Last one here. Ready? Mm-hmm. Goalkeeper Connor Maseko. Okay. Was sent off for urinating in a hedge during an English FA Cup first-round qualifying match on Saturday. When you got to go, you got to go, right? Nature calls. You got to answer the call. You can't just pee your pants. No, you can't pee your pants. They probably don't have any porta-potties right there on the sideline. So he just went over to a hedge. He said, hey, look, man, I'm doing my um, best to hide it. I'm not trying to make a big yeah, spectacle. Yeah, yeah. I'm not peeing on the field. Maseko, playing for ninth-tier uh, Blackfield and Langley, was shown a red card in the 76th minute of the goalless draw with Shepton Mallet. After the ball went out for a goal kick, he needed to use the toilet, decided to go up against the hedge. Okay. Well. He was seen by some of the players on the opposing team who drew the incident to the attention of the referee. I don't know, man. The manager, one of the managers of the team, says, uh, Connor McCarthy says, quote, he protected himself, he was inside the hedge, Sometimes when you have to go, you have yeah, to go. I don't can't I, fault the guy for that. I was He's gobsmacked. <laughs> the co-manager guy says, I was gobsmacked. We were all pretty shocked by the decision. Gobsmacked by the fact that he had to go in a hedge? No, he was gobsmacked by the fact that he got red carded oh, for peeing in the hedge. Got it. Again, got it's it. not like he just laid down on the ground and peed all over the ground or like went right in the, you know, on the field. He made his way over to the hedge and tried to conceal himself. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, 45 seconds to a minute, he tried to get the job done, get back on the playing field. Maybe he called timeout. I don't know. Poor guy. Just had to pee. Oh, my sandwich is all wet. They're all wet. Oh, God. The dog went on the picnic basket. (laughs) Oh, God. The goalie Mm -hmm. went on the hedges. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can't help it. Nature calls. Got to answer that call. It could be bad. You could miss your chance like Jerry. No, I get it. What was it? Euromycetisis, wasn't it? When he missed his chance. Or he was going to miss his chance yeah, in the yeah, parking yeah, yeah. and he got caught by the cop. He's like, why would I be? I know you can't pee there. I was risking Euromycetisis. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. And uh, I don't know about you, Shaw, but I don't like to vomit. No, it's not one of my favorite things. And apparently there is a phobia. Oh, yeah. For people who are terrified of vomiting. And yeah. I think I might have it. Like, I legit will do anything I can to avoid it. Mm-hmm. It is not a good experience mm-hmm. for me. I know some people, it's just like another Tuesday. They're just like, Bleh. okay, let's go. You know. No, no. Some people, they, you know, if they don't feel well, they do it. They hope they feel better. And it's not a, but for me, it's a violent, awful thing. And I mm-hmm. can't breathe. And it's coming out my nose. It's terrible, Shaw. Terrible. So I, I avoid it at all costs. The technical name. For the fear of vomiting is emetophobia, E-M-E-T-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. So this job would not be good for me. Job? It's, it's, a, it's a company in the Netherlands, and they're looking to hire a part-time employee who can puke on demand. Nope. <laughs> for what purpose? the worst thing i ever done. I mixed up all this fake puke at home, and then I went to this movie theater, hid the puke in my jacket, climbed up to the balcony, and then... This is that I made a noise like this. Can you puke on demand, Shaw? I don't think so. I've never tried. Like maybe uh, if you've got a smell that, you know, or mm-hmm. alcohol. Uh, Some demand. people, when they even see an alcohol that really did a number on them in their 20s, they might start to have their stomach twist up into knots. Maybe it's a certain smell. Maybe it's a thought. 
of something that you ate one time or somebody else vomiting make, makes me want to vomit. I know our our buddy Jeff uh, from up in Rochester. He. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Just the sight of poop. Somebody else's poop, Shaw, makes him ga- gag. He he dry heaves. Mm. And it's very funny to watch. So I constantly send him text messages of poop <laughs> when I'm hanging out with him just to see him on his phone. <laughs> he just... Uh, this company, however, is looking for someone that can puke on demand. Uh, it's a job at a clinic in Amsterdam that treats different types of phobias, like a fear of heights or a fear of needles. They also treat lesser-known phobias like the fear of vomiting. So if you can spew at will, Shaw, <laughs> they want you to sit in on therapy sessions and help people face their fear. Wayne, um, what do you do if every time you see this one incredible woman, you, you think you're going to hurl? I say hurl. If you blow chunks <laughs> and she comes back, she's yours. If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. <laughs> Good advice. It sounds like it's actually not one of these, you know, goofy internet things that we, you know, read from time to time now, Shaw, where, you know, they're looking to have morning show radio hosts talk Mm -hmm. about their job. It sounds like an actual permanent gig. Not one of these temporary, hey, come here for three months and we'll put you up in a hotel and you post about it on social media, yada, yada, yada. They're only hiring because the last professional puker apparently retired recently. Um, If it's your dream job, you've uh, got some competition, unfortunately. They say that around 100 people have already reached out. And say they're interested in the job. So 100 people out there have the ability to puke at will, Shaw. And want to do that. How yes. does my vomiting in their presence help them overcome their fear? Well, you face your fear. So if you go into this therapy session with these people who have a terrible fear of vomiting, and then, they... and then you have this vomiter go in there and just vomit, while they're in there, they have to. They are confronted with their... Like, a lot of people want me to go swim with sharks because they think that would be a way for mm, me I to... See. No, it. that would be a way for the shark to get me finally, right? I would not put myself in that situation. I can avoid the sharks by staying on land, Shaw. I'll be all right. Puke, however, I mean, you, you could be anywhere. Baby pukes on you, kid pukes on you, adult pukes on your hair in a Motley Crue concert, and you got to use somebody's T-shirt to get it out. It's Van Halen, actually. Okay. <laughs> I will say that if I ever get around a grease trap again, having having cleaned one of those once, Shaw, oh, yeah. it might be That's the worst smell. smell in the history mm-hmm. of mankind. And I've been behind, you know, uh, trash trucks before, garbage trucks. I've been back there, and it's not a good smell either. But that grease trap is a whole other world, man. It's brutal. Brutal. Ah. Is that what it sounded like, Gene, when that guy uh, vomited on you? Uh, I couldn't hear it over the music. I just was, unfortunately... How many songs do you think you missed while you were cleaning the vomit out of your hair? Uh, I don't know. I tried to hurry back. <laughs> uh... Well, at least it only happened to you once. Yes. Then your kids puked on you, obviously, as oh, a mom. Yeah, that, many, many times. Yeah, lots, lots. Professional pukers looking for somebody in Amsterdam. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> Best of the morning sickness with Brian and It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, Big Rock Show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. G, only on 95.7 The Rock. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, one more drummer that's going to come up and play with us tonight. He's a member of our family. He needs to be here tonight with all of us. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Shane Hawkins on the drums. Shane starts this song. Time. 
an absolutely emotional night. Foo Fighters in Wembley. I don't know if you caught any of it, Shaw. I watched about it. quite a bit of it online mm-hmm. uh, Sunday morning. Was it Sunday morning? Whenever the day after, I watched a lot of it online. You can obviously go to YouTube. You can go to any number of uh, Loudwire or Blabbermouth or whatever you choose. You can watch many of the performances. But uh, Dave Grohl breaking down in tears. Mm-hmm. It's powerful stuff. As they played the band's first show since the death of their drummer Taylor Hawkins back in March. Times like these. Had to pause to collect his emotions. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They had uh, no shortage of oh. guests. Boy, the Wolfgang thing. Did you see that when he played Eruption? Did you see that? Or uh, Hot, Hot for Teacher, the guitar solo in Hot for Teacher? I didn't see Wolfgang. Unbelievable. I mean, you know, you hear guys yeah, 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 when yeah. you go out and you see bands, you hear guys try to do it. And they skip a note or fudge a note or what, but not Wolfgang, man. He nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. And it's, you know, and he looks nothing like Eddie, obviously. <laughs> He's a bigger guy, but uh, just hearing it, it was just, and seeing his son perform it was uh-huh. awesome. And then, of course, they brought out Taylor's uh, 16-year-old son, Shane, yeah. yep. uh, to play the drums there. And he had a nice little solo, and mm-hmm. there was a ton of other guests. And uh, it was just, uh, if you have a chance and you want to watch it, you can mm-hmm. certainly check it out. Go to YouTube or, or, or Google it. There's plenty of videos out there, but uh, an absolutely emotional event. And there's another one coming up at the end of September that's in L.A. Lots of big-name musicians taking part in that. Well, I think, uh, you know, people obviously knew and loved Taylor and uh, want to mm-hmm. support the band as they obviously try to regroup and recollect their thoughts and figure out what they're going to do. You know, are they going to continue? Are they going to go on as a band? Are they going to say that's it? Are they going to, you know, have a revolving door of, of guest drummers and you know I mean they have so much music and so many fans and people want to see them and, and hear them and, 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 and go and maybe pay tribute to Taylor and what are they going to do but uh, yeah a lot of my friends were watching that this weekend show oh yeah the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert the first imagine the emotions of Shane on the drums there thinking oh, about his father and I can't imagine I can't either it was so brave 16 yeah too. no kidding yeah. and he, he killed it he nailed it I mean yeah. he absolutely yes. nailed it yeah, and there you could see there was maybe some emotions coming out of him at the time, you know what I mean? Behind the kit, sort of, you know, trying to keep a straight face the whole entire time. Can't be easy. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Are you drunk? No, are you drunk? They seem drunk. Why would they be drunk? Today is National Beer Lovers Day. This is National Beer Lovers Day. Don't you like beer? Beer, 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 beer. I mean, I love beer. Me love beer. I love beer. Sir, I love beer, too. You still love beer. We got beer! It's showtime. Beer Lover's Day, Shaw. Do you love some beer? I do. Who doesn't? National Beer Lover's Day. Drink some beer. Today, tonight, tomorrow, (laughs) the next day, the day after that, all day, every day, twice a day on Sunday. Hey, speaking of, go to our website, click Win Stuff, and sign up to win craft beer tickets for Oktoberfest. Speaking of beer. What? What? Yeah, we got your chance to get into craft beer night for free at 957therock.com. Beer Lover's Shaw. Unlimited samples of dozens uh, of breweries from uh, around the country, many of them from the Midwest. Probably and, something you never tried before. Yeah, and maybe you'll find your favorite uh, beer down at Craft Beer Night. Mm. But uh, I don't know about you, Shaw. I love me some beer. It's my favorite season for mm-hmm. beer, even though fast beers are not my favorite beer. Uh, I love stouts and porters the most. I do love fest season because the, there's such a... Everybody does a fest beer, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not everybody does... A stout or a porter. And and the, the people who do a stout and porter don't always do it very well. Uh, same with fast beers, but uh, I've tried a, a lot of them. I would say that uh, Lupulin has a really good one. Not familiar year. with that one. Uh, if you get a chance, check it out. Also, Capital was uh, pretty decent this year. Yeah. yeah, I've had that one. That's six pretty pack, good. Six pack in the bottles mm-hmm. had a Capital. I like uh, the Three Sheeps one this season. That's three been sheeps, good. Three Sheeps, yep. Uh, you, you, there's so many. You can't go wrong uh, with a Fest beer. Uh, sometimes they're a little bit too watery, I think. Sometimes there's not enough malty uh, Mirzen flavor in there, right? Well we, said. We learned that from your daughter, mm-hmm. Hannah, who taught me that I'm not I'm saying Mar- I'm not saying Marzen. I'm <laughs> saying Mirzen. Right. That's the proper German way to it pronounce it. Well done. A Mirzen beer. So I, 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 uh, I will say that I 
I kind of stick my nose up in the air when I go into a, a brewery or a bar and I ask for an Oktoberfest and they say, oh, yeah, we got a Marzen style. I'm like, do you mean Mirzen? <laughs> oh, now you're correcting people. Oh, awesome. you know it, man. You know me. I'm, I'm loving it. I drank beer with my friends. I liked beer. I still like beer. Oh, yeah, you still like beer. <laughs> National Beer Lovers Day, Shaw. Are you going to celebrate with a beverage maybe ben this afternoon while Absolutely. you're grilling or something or what? I don't know. Well, I'm have a beer doing something. You want to go day drinking with me? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, man. I mean, thank you, but no. <laughs> Sorry, that was harsh, Brian. Normally, I I, I laugh, but... I, I haven't been day drinking since college, I think, so I think those days are behind me. What he means is, do you want to crack well, one at like 3 o'clock this afternoon or something? Don't tell me that that's not maybe when you're shaking a Bloody Mary. Mm, not quite, but you're getting close. Okay, well, so your, your two day drinking things just got to get a little closer. Just got to align them they, a little gotta better? They got to align them a little better. I mean, he's saying 11 and you're saying 4. You just got to... Meet in the middle? Meet in the middle. Okay. Somewhere. Apparently, what time the Brewers play? Don't they play at like 2 something? There you go. Yeah, Watch the Brewer game, game and then it's not day drinking shots. <laughs> Watching the Brewer game, having a beer. Mm-hmm. You'd do that if you were at Miller Park. That's true. I'd have one. See, Brian, it's I'm not. I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, the beer. I'm it's not the time. Brian. It's it's me. There's something wrong with me <laughs> that is, I don't know what it is right now, but Shaw is out on, on, He's on, out on Brian. out on Brian. He's not in on Brian. He's out on Brian. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I said. He oh, won't. Man. He won't tell me. I'm sure Mary knows his secrets. But he uh, has been uh, giving me the cold shoulder the last year or so. Because you want to hang out in our underwear and drink during the day. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't sounds... see. I don't see any problems. What's with the that? problem with that, Sean? What is that? <laughs> I have. I don't quite understand the the issue here with the hanging out during the day drinking beers. Mm-hmm. Then my wife gets home and I'm useless. So, <laughs> you've had 30 years with this woman. <laughs> I'm asking for one afternoon in our underpants. <laughs> one. One simple, single afternoon in our underpants drinking beer. One silly good time. Right. One story that you'll be able to tell your grandkids. That's That's oh, all. man. Let me that's tell you about this idiot right. I used to work with. <laughs> you know how many stories you got about Mary? None. All, Zero. All, all. Yeah, old ball and chain over here rode our bikes through a tunnel. Yippee. <laughs> it was great. Let me tell you about this time I got schnockered with Brian in our underwear. <laughs> Gather around, grandkids. Let, let, Papa, let Papa tell you a story about a man named Brian. Yeah. I don't know what I did, Gene. I did something. I don't know though. either. I'm sorry. It's, you can tell now, though, right? I'm not just being psychotic. He's not, he is out on me, so I did something wrong. <laughs> he seems out. <laughs> He is though, right? I mean, you thought I was just, you know, yeah. I was. I was hey, shot the what time's first pitch? Two ten? Uh, did you one, say one ten? ten two, two ten. ten. Two, I ten. Think it's two ten, right? So that okay. So a sports Look, bar first I, pitch. You two having a Martson? What's it called? Mirtson. Mirtson. There you go. It's I gotta like, I gotta mow the lawn today, Shaw. So I do have things to do. But after that, I am I am willing and able and ready to meet you in an establishment and stay and fully clothed. Oh, and drink this sounds beer. a little better, yeah. Okay. Drink beards and is it the underwear stuff? Well, that's kind of it, yeah, and, and the hugging. <laughs> What's wrong with the hugging? <laughs> Picking me up. You don't like to hug people? They <laughs> say really. You, I saw a thing. You got to get eight hugs a day if you want to be a productive human Man. being. He wants you to sit one bar. I don't even get away, one hug a day. Maybe touch the 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 shared appetite, the fries mm-hmm. or, the, or the peanuts oh, or sharing. whatever. No, 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 no sharing. No, we don't share. Okay, men don't right, share food. Okay, all right. And I certainly don't. One bar stool apart. A beer, a brewer game, a high five at the end of it, Sean. Okay, yeah, no, I, I can do that. On your way out, can mm-hmm. you give you a high five? Mm-hmm. Not a pat on the back. Belly bump? No. <laughs> Fist bump? Okay. Fist bump. That's All right. good. All right, All we're right. getting warmer. Yes. National Beer Lovers Day, me and Shaw, drinking in our underpants. <laughs> Love it. I will veto every single beer. That's Scott Robert Shaw right there. Whoops. Just vetoing all my beer and all my good times. I don't know what I did wrong, Gene, but he's okay. out on Brian. All right. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Moving out. Your kid moved out. Mm-hmm. What do you mean moving out? You got two left. All your kids are gone. I'm an empty nester. Hannah came back after college, though, right? Yeah, while well, she looked for her big girl job, yeah. Were there any ground rules that you laid down after she returned or before she returned? 
No, not really. In terms of there's a change now that you're an adult and we've been alone for a while now and we don't really want the kids in the house anymore? No, no, no. She she was welcome as long as she needed to stay there. Is that what real parenting is like? Because <laughs> I was paying rent since I was 14. <laughs> Did your kids ever pay rent? No. The moment I started earning money uh, as a paper boy, uh, I started paying rent. It wasn't much. It was 50 bucks a month. I look back on it now, and I wish I could pay 50 bucks a month right. for my mortgage, but I had many other rules. I moved back in with my parents a couple of times. Uh, I was somewhat of a delinquent. I had a little bit of trouble getting my life established there in my younger years, but uh, ground rules that parents have for kids who move back in. This is something, of course, that has occurred quite a bit during the pandemic. Kids moving back in with their mm-hmm. parents. A new poll found that two-thirds of kids who move back in with their parents during the pandemic are still there. Two-thirds. That's a lot. 66% of them still there. Parents are ripping their hair out. Get out. <laughs> you see how many jobs there are available? Get out. Uh, the survey found that 80% of parents with kids under 35 said they definitely let them move back in if they needed to, but they might have a few ground rules. 10% of parents said they wouldn't have any, so you're in the 10% Apparently. shot. You're just like, whatever, man. Laissez-faire. Uh, a couple of the uh, rules or conditions that parents would have for their kids... If they decided to move back in because they needed to, I don't know, get back on their feet, or maybe mm-hmm. they just got done with college and didn't have any other options. Uh, number one, they'd have to help with cooking and cleaning. 58% of parents say they would enforce that one, which is basically like living there before, right? You got to do chores. Sure. Uh, you got to help pay for groceries and other household bills, 56%. Yeah, you're not just coming in here to freeload, man. Your mom and I expect a $100 bill every month to pay for some of these groceries. Of course, in your in your house, Shaw, it's probably like 10 bucks. Right. She didn't eat much. Yeah. Like a little bird. Here's a little, uh, here's a little saucer of, of milk and a couple of little bird seeds, and she'll be good for the month. Right. Uh, they have to have a job or get one. That one, and no big surprise there, right? You can't just be a freeloading bum yeah. watching TV, mooching off my cable. 53% of parents say they would enforce that one. These are ground rules that parents would have for kids who move back in after they've been out. Uh, pay rent. Only 27% would charge their kids rent. Probably their home because they need some assistance in that regard. Right. right? Yeah, they're looking for the job or something mm-hmm, happened. Exactly. But if they are working and maybe they're saving up for something like well, an apartment. I mean, nowadays up. you got to have first month, last yeah, month, yeah. security deposit. Yep. It's a lot of cash. Yeah, it is. It ain't cheap. Uh, have a set time frame for when they'll move out. That one is surprisingly low. Only 11% of parents are, are going to enforce that like, one. They're this just can like, go on yeah. for two months here. Can't really control it so much. No, yeah. yeah, but I think maybe you can have a rough outline, right? You could say, hey, look, uh, this uh, not going to be more than a year, right? Let's get this done within six months, 12 months, whatever. When Hannah got done with college and moved back in with us, she was convinced in her mind that it was going to be <laughs> no more than two weeks before she found her job. It was a year. Why even move back? Just live in your car for <laughs> right. two weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, you, no kidding. You got to move twice in two weeks? <laughs> Hell no, man. I'll just stay in my car. Uh, last but not least, this one is, again, surprisingly low. Have a curfew. Only 10% of parents say they would enforce that for their kids that move back in. Uh, I, she was an adult. I suppose if you have a second entrance to your house, right, where they can come in and go and, and, and be quiet and not make too much noise, but you don't want to have all their friends coming over at 2 in the morning. No, for, that's true. For an after bar, right, Shaw? Yeah, that is true. You guys working on some of this stuff over at your place, Gene? I know your kids are coming back. No. Oh, yeah. Not working on it. No? Whatever open door? I moved back home for a short period of time at one point, and uh, I had a curfew. I also, (laughs) I just had to take care of my mom a little while ago after surgery, and we were talking, and my husband's like, you should bring that story up. I went to Memphis on a girls' like outing with my one of my best friends at the time. We went, and, and you were we, living at home with your parents at the time. No, I wasn't living at home. Okay. Uh, this was, uh, and I, we went camping, and we went down to Graceland, and we saw a bunch of concerts, and did this whole girls' trip. And I bought in your early twenties, in my early twenties, yeah. and I bought a real pair of cowboy boots <laughs> down south, right, black with spurs and the whole deal, oh, right? They were great. And my mother oh. threw them away yeah, she did. when I lived with them. I moved back home, and I was like, where are they? And she goes, I got rid of those. I hated them. <laughs> okay. like, Didn't even want to see them. Whoa, huh? wait, whoa, yeah. wait. I mean, I'm staying here, and I'm appreciative of that, and I'm trying to follow your this rules. But you house. just Yes, and she <laughs> threw them out. Not like I put them in the garage, and you can take them when you leave. <laughs> like, threw them out. Made a statement. 
Well, I'm, I'm still mad about that, clearly. I've told you before, my dad had the locks changed the day I turned 18. I had to actually call the cops and have them come over and assist me in getting stuff out of the dryer. Things I had remaining in the house that were mine. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird situation. She didn't mm-hmm. like them, Shaw. And instead of just putting them somewhere else and le- letting you have them, she threw them out. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, big rock show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, Catch Your Breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. Playing. You're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $70 of my morning show money up for grabs this week. Uh, A hefty sum, Shaw. Yeah, it is. A little bit of pressure here. Gene thinks you're going to get it. She has faith in the Shaw. Not sure why, mm-hmm. but she just thinks you're going to get it. Of course, Gene's opinion, irrelevant. It's all about caller 15. 608 7840957 is the number. Who this? This is Ty. T.Y. All right, Ty. Are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, sir. All right, Ty. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? Come on, Shaw. I'm betting he knows it. You're saying yes, Ty. So if he gets yes. it right, you get 70 bucks on my morning show money, and what are you going to do with that money if you win? I'm going to nerd out and buy a Lego set. <laughs> oh, very nice. Do you have your, eye, you have your eyes on one uh, specific Lego set, or just whatever? Um, anything Star Wars. Oh, jeez. Double nerd. Mm-hmm. Lego and Star Wars. I will say he probably has an impressive collection yeah, of Lego that, Star Wars sets. he does, too. Mm-hmm. That isn't his first, Shaw. He's not no. taking your $70 and buying Ty's very first Lego set. I will say I appreciate the, the you know, the... Plan, the honesty. The- well, he knew going in what he wanted. You know what I mean? He he knew right away. Very he, specific. Yes, he knew he wasn't hemming and hawing or anything like that, Shaw. He knew right away what he wanted. He had his goals right in front the of him. Millennium Falcon Lego set. <laughs> I don't know if you could buy that for 70 bucks. Maybe. So he thinks you're going to get it. Gene thinks you're going to get it. We'll find out here in just a moment. Okay. You ready? Sure. All right, listen closely, Shaw. Let's cut through the crap, Vaughn. I only got one thing to say to you. Strike this mother out. Ooh, potty mouth there. I'd say so. You want to hear that again? Sure. All right, listen closely. Let's cut through the crap, Vaughn. I only got one thing to say to you. Strike this mother out. Oh, man. So potty mouth. Mm-hmm. Want to hear that one more time? Are you familiar with what he's saying there? I think I caught the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. What is he saying there? Uh, cut the crap. Get this guy out. Yeah, strike him out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what One more time for you, Shaw. Listen closely. Okay. Cut through the crap, Vaughn. I only got one thing to say to you. Strike this mother out. Oh, man. That's a Samuel L. Jackson line <laughs> if I ever heard one. Are you familiar with that quote? It sounds familiar to me, yeah. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. Now it does. And what would that quote be? I believe that was from the wonderful movie Major League. Oh, Shaw! Corbin Burnson. Yes. 68 years young today. Oh, today's his birthday. L.A. Law, Major League. He played Dorn. Don't give me this Olay BS. <laughs> Corbin Burns in 68, and that was him after Ricky Vaughn banged his wife. Yep. Unknowingly. But it was all good. And after they won the game, after he did strike that mother effer out, he uh, punched him Mm -hmm. after they were celebrating there on the field. Corbin Burnson, Ricky the Wild Thing Vaughn, putting their differences aside and, and getting the job done, Shaw. Getting that title. Congratulations, Ty. You got 70 bucks of my morning show money. Enjoy your... <laughs> Enjoy your Star Wars. Let's see it when it's built. What's yeah, I want to see some pictures. Yeah. And where are these pictures I've been asking for? <laughs> I'm gonna Casey Kasem you if you don't send in some pictures. I wanna see this, all right? We'll get Ty's check and then in a week I expect to see some, some pictures. Legos. 
I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, Well, the internet is in shock at an enormous snapping turtle that washed up on a beach in northern Wisconsin. How enormous? Uh, I don't have its exact dimensions. Come on, how big? How big? I've seen the pictures. and uh, Somebody on Reddit shared pictures of the reptile, which was located in the back of a pickup truck and takes up the whole bed. Holy crap. I like turtles. I don't like that turtle. It It was in Sand Lake, uh, Wisconsin. Oh, I'm never going in the water. It was originally shared to Facebook by somebody who said, look what washed up on our beach. Happy I didn't meet up with it while I was swimming. Nope. Now, the snapping turtle is the largest species of turtle in the Badger State turtle, and is an turtle. infamous predator. Uh, they consume almost any animal they catch. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, humans. The back part of their shell structure usually ranges from between 8 inches and 1.3 feet. This one is about the size of an ATV, they say. Oh, my God. I'm Googling it. Hold you on know, You won't believe it. It's unbelievable. It, it is great. It's oh. grown out of its shell. It's so large. Holy crap. Right? Dude. It's it unbelievable. I've never seen like anything like it. It is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even look like it. It hasn't been that big in a while. Hasn't been that big in a no. while. No. Shaw. It's massive. Dude, it's is a it dinosaur. Bloated? No, it's is not it a like turtle. A, Part of it, they say, is probably bloat. Yeah, because they don't know how long it's been. Dude, that's not a turtle. Water. That's a dinosaur. That's that what is, it looks like, doesn't that's it? That's a friggin' di- Are we mm. sure that's not a movie prop? I mean, it's got to be at least four feet long just based on these pictures. Is it alive? Is it alive? No, he's dead when it washed ashore. Yeah, but from head to tail, like, it's got to be nine to ten feet. Yeah, it's massive. Just, I've never seen anything like Dude, that. Dude, I'm never going in the water. I'm not going in any water ever again. <laughs> shut up, shut up. Uh, Never. Nope. Not, never, not once. Not, nope, not. How big is this? Dude, is this that a regular dinosaur lake? is swimming around in rice. Lo- where, what lake? Uh, Sugar Lake, apparently. Sand. Or Sand Lake, Sand lake. I think. Sand. Sand, lake. Sand Lake. Sand Lake. Oh, you can probably relate to this t- story about a crazy ex, Brian. Oh, yeah. uh, 21-year-old guy in Buffalo, New York, Waylon Frears, was dating a 19-year-old named Ja'Kiah Williams. Okay. And things must have gone south because she slashed his tires oh, a few months ago. Oh. We don't know why, but they're oh. not together anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, I know why, because she slashed, slashed his tires. tires. Right. But she recently offered to make amends. No, she said, no, I'll pay no, you back no, for the tires. No, no, so she's told no. him she'd meet up with him in a Burger no, King lot to give no, him the money. No, when he rolled down his no, window, she reached happened. in and slashed him. No, no. She stabbed him in the chest, but no. luckily he's going to be okay. He was no. able to drive himself to the hospital. They released him after he got stitched no. up. No. Cops tracked down Jakaya and found a knife with a three and a half inch blade, and she's now facing attempted murder charges. I could have told you. Right. That was not going to end well. That was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily the exact stipulations there, but I could have told you something bad was going to happen. Yes. She's not showing up in a Burger King parking lot to pay you. To pay you back for the tire she slashed. slashed brah. Right. Come on, brah. That, that one's on him. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. If you didn't learn your lesson the first time, what is it? Fool me once, shame on you. Yeah, Fool yeah, me yeah, twice, yeah, shame yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. shame on me, brah. That's on you. You should have known better. A woman on vacation in England has splintered opinion after bragging about skipping the long airport lines by pretending she had a broken foot. Oh, she used crutches? No, a boot. Charlotte Reese was traveling with her fiancé, leaving from the airport in Manchester, England. She wore the boot so she could avoid the long lines at security. She said, I was very surprised. Cowboy boots with spurs? Shut up. Uh, she posted a video of how she did it on TikTok, saying how to get through airport security in five minutes from start to finish when there's a three-hour queue. She documented them going through security, then revealed how they got priority assistance because she lied about her injury. The couple quickly got themselves to the departure lounge, and she then took off the boot and ditched it in the ladies' room. Now, people are criticizing her for being insensitive to those who have actual medical problems that yeah. limit their mobility. I've seen people do this at Disney. They try to pretend to they're uh, either handicapped yep. or that they've got an injury to skip the lines and try to get on the rides quicker. Right. It's, uh, yeah, kind of shady. These boots are made for walking. Cowboy boots. And that's just what they'll do. Jingle, jingle, jingle. They're going to walk all over you, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Leave spur marks. So I walked out of my office and I saw a puck and he said, drum set. It was a pair, apparently his mother threw away oh, some sort of a same drum, thing to him, drum huh? machine he mm. bought from a friend. She insisted that she thought he stole it, so she didn't <laughs> want stolen things in their house. So she threw away his drum machine. Look, if we're having a competition right now about who's got the craziest parents, I think Sean and I have got this one sewn up, okay? He was burying refrigerators in his backyard in Iowa in the, what, 70s, 60s, whatever 70s, it was? Yeah. yeah, and then we've got a whole other thing with my dad. Okay. Lots of, lot, right. you know, like... Okay. 
I'm just saying. Okay, yeah. Oh, I your drum set. Oh, I guess we all have a story, don't oh, we? Oh, poor Puck lost his drum <laughs> set. Oh, no. So bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Threw it away. Did your dad put bars on the windows so you couldn't get out of your house? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Maybe Welcome to my world. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, I've got pictures of my buddy in his diaper. It's great. 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 It's your birthday Scott, how about some of this then? Some of this then. It's your birthday Scott. I don't even like feet. Feet. I might have to get on that. It's your birthday today. Scott! All right, it's been a long time since I've had time. It's your birthday today. Scott! Pampers Jablomi? I'll get y'all loosened up then for spas. Open your gifts! I'm sticking up the butt, the butt. Blow out your candles! I made four strips of bacon, that's what I made. Yeah, I had one. My wife had one. Scott! How about some of this, then? Oh, I don't even like feet. He doesn't even <laughs> like feet. Scott well done. Shaw, happy birthday, Thank buddy. You. Just encapsulated 58 years of my life in two minutes of audio there. The Scott Robert Shaw birthday song here. That's a good one. And uh, happy birthday. What are we, 59, 60? Uh, let's not go that far. Yeah, 58 today. 50, holy moly. Arp card, here we go. Yep. Get my discounts. Yeah, get your coffee discounts. Get all your discounts. You get a free newspaper with that, right? (laughs) Do I? Yeah, you can line the bottom of your kitty litter box. Nice. But all it's good for, fish wrapper. But uh, any big birthday plans? You gonna get you and Mary going out for a nice dinner? Is she cooking you something? Tom yeah, we're going out for dinner tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good job. Have a Zoom call with the kids like we do every uh, Thursday. So, I'm, I'm hopefully ass- they'll bother to show up. And I'm know. assuming Hannah's the only one who would actually get you a gift and send it to you, right? Uh, probably, yeah. Jack and Adam probably not too good with That's, remembering. They probably that. forgot. What do you think Hannah's getting you? Did they you? For, did they you didn't I actually, I, I told her because she, she asked, "What do you want?" And I, there's a book that just came out that I wanted that she, I presume Whoa. she'll get me. Nice. What's the book? It's called The Music Never Stops. It's uh, written by a concert promoter talking about the music business and so oh, forth. Oh, sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so nice little dinner and then yeah. uh, video call with the kids. Is that it? I think so. No, I no also time. have to work today. <laughs> no time with friends? <clears throat> you get a Zoom with uh, On later? You know, I don't, uh, I don't think I have On's phone number. I know a guy who can get it for mm-hmm. you. I have it. Like yes, happy birthday to Ann as yes. well. We share a birthday. Uh, a longtime uh, a member of this program. Of course, it's been a number of years since we played What Did Ann Say? I missed that. That was always I, fun. I miss mm-hmm. her. But when she decided to hang it up, her and T, her husband, uh, I said, there's no reason to do What Did Ann Say anymore because we won't get any new audio. We see her maybe once or twice a year, at least yeah. here in the building. Right. Um She'll be happy to know we got a new cleaning company here in the building, and yes. they're doing a much better job than yes, the previous cleaning company. I don't know who they are, but they're great. Dude, that bathroom upstairs smelled fresh I know. and new. It it's was unbelievable. delightful. I know. It was delightful. I went in there, and I you could tell somebody had done something up there instead of just... It was, yeah, it's nice. it was so blinding in there. The porcelain is actually white. Yeah, I mean, the sink was actually clean. There mm-hmm. wasn't any blood or guts or whatever people do in there on there. There wasn't any pubic hairs all over the turlets. Hey, yeah. Shaw, so if anybody is... Now, it's your birthday, so that's nice. And the Go shorty. It's your birthday. <laughs> Go. We're going to party like it's your birthday. So if, if it any- is your birthday, are we talking tacos? What's that? Birthday tacos? Birthday tacos. Do you, are you a VIP? Rock VIP. Oh, no. If you become a rock VIP right. on our website, you get free birthday tacos uh, uh, on your birthday from Baracho's in Alaska. I should have done today, that. Which you could have free tacos. Yeah. Is that what you were going to mention? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, you could have gotten that and that we could have gone to lunch. Free. I'll take you to lunch for free. Nice. There was not a yes in no, there. No, that was definitely not a yes. What did I do wrong? It may be right now. Today isn't the time to fix it. It's right. his birthday. Just let all me right. Know. It's uh, Shaw's day. So happy birthday. Thank better you. than anal. Better than anal. Right, Shaw. Having Absolutely. a birthday. It's better than anal. 
Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. I don't know much about chess. I do know that my grandfather beat me handily for years at chess. When I was a youngster, I enjoyed playing chess with my grandfather. And he loved to teach me a lesson. He would whoop my ass at, at chess. He was unforgivable. He didn't he he didn't bend or break. He would beat me every single time. I never beat him at chess. But I enjoyed the game. And if you're playing against a, an inferior uh, opponent, it can be fun because you can set them up without them knowing. And then you can take them down. Well, teenage American grandmaster. Hmm. Again, this kid's a teenager. Uh-huh. And he's an American grandmaster. Sounds impressive. I don't know what the next highest level is, if it's black belt or grand wizard or, or whatever what? the hell it is. But this guy's an American grandmaster. Okay. His name is Hans Neiman. And he has offered to, quote unquote, strip naked to prove he's not cheating at chess. Angrily dismissing what? suspicious. People think they, he's got like chess pieces up his clothes that maybe he's got things written down you know uh, think of like spies like us when they got okay, it in the cast or on the inside of the glasses yeah he's angrily dismissing suspicion surrounding his upset win this is the problem he had an upset victory over five-time world champion magnus carlson the 19 year old admitted to cheating in an online chess game as a child but said his play was now completely above board. So there's already a bit of a history with this guy. When I was 12 years old, I was uh, with a friend, and I was playing Tuttle Tuesday. He started giving the moves. This happened once in an online tournament. I was just a child. I'm admitting this, and, and, and I'm saying my truth because I do not want any misrepresentation. I am proud of myself that I learned from that mistake and now have given everything to chess. I have sacrificed everything for chess, and I do everything I can to prove. So I'm, I'm going to get started. Basically... I wanted to gain some rating, you know, I just wanted to get higher rated so I could play stronger players. So I cheated in random games on chess.com. So he admits to cheating, so I'll give him credit for owning his baggage. And it makes kind of sense. Oh my gosh. I wanted to beat players so I could get better ratings and play better players in this online chess game. Yeah, but, but that he- was when I was 12. That was seven years ago. Now he's 19 and he's a grandmaster. And Elon Musk thinks he's got vibrating anal beads. That's how he's cheating, by the way. Elon Musk thinks he's got anal beads in his butt and yes. he's, they're vibrating yes. to give him the moves? Yes, exactly. That is cr- <laughs> exactly correct. Wireless and a- wireless oh anal God. beads, which aid Elon in my Musk is commenting on everything, even this chess guy? <laughs> yes. I mean, he's uh, all about, he's going after Bezos. Jumping and on the bandwagon. Tesla weight. CEO Elon Musk has weighed in. Dude, he's got too much time on his hand. I suppose <laughs> when you're a billionaire, you can just worry about chess masters and Anal vibrating beads or whatever the hell he's talking about. Talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see because okay. it's in your butt. This <laughs> That's what he tweeted. The Cinqua Field Cup has already implemented additional anti-cheating measures, uh. such as using metal detectors on players and putting matches on a 15-minute broadcast delay after Carlson sensationally pulled out of the $500,000 event in St. Louis, featuring his shock third-round loss to Neiman. So uh, Carlson, Magnus Carlson, the five-time world champion, pulled out after he lost. Carlson announced his withdrawal via cryptic tweet on Tuesday morning, which was interpreted by many commentators, including leading American Grandmaster Hikaru Nakamura, as alluding to foul play. So he didn't outright accuse the guy of being a cheater, but he alluded to it. And now they're trying to figure out how do we, how do we get these anal beads out of him? <laughs> are they made of plastic? Is there a plastic detector to go along with a metal detector? I don't know. Are they going to do the jail I don't search? No, I don't know. We want you. Uh, we want you to bend uh. down and, and cough, <laughs> see if anything pops out. But he has uh, he has said he'll play naked if he has to. Uh, I'll play in a closed bo- box with zero electronic transmission. I don't care. I don't know if we need to. Is it? Do we need to go that far for chess? Do, the zero transmission box of you nakedness. Ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah, As a matter playing of fact. chess. <laughs> ever seen a grown man naked playing chess with vibrating anal beats up his rear end? Oh my God, what are we doing? I don't know. We are talking about chess though, and we don't normally talk about chess. So there's that. I guess. Vibrating anal beads mm. to help you at chess. Thankfully, Grandpa didn't recommend that. <laughs> Thankfully. He didn't say, hey, Brian, if you want to improve your chess game, talk to your grandmother over here. She's got something for you. 
Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Cruise ship passenger from Pennsylvania died after being attacked by a shark while snorkeling with her family in the Bahamas. The mother in her 50s was on board the Royal Caribbean ship Harmony of the Seas and when she was attacked off the coast of Nassau, while the cruise ship was docked, the family had booked an excursion with a local tour company that took them to a popular snorkeling area. Family members saw the shark attacking the woman and rushed to her aid. The mother suffered bites to her upper extremities. The beach where the attack happened has now been closed. Yeah, Shark's like, oh, hey, look at this. It's a popular diving spot. We might as well just hang out and eat people. Right. No thanks. Uh, For the first time, we're hearing from a man who lost his arm in an alligator attack in Florida this summer. And he was in the woods for like a week. Yeah, three days, actually. After he lost his arm? Yes. Eric Murda, who's still adjusting to life without an arm, says he spent three grueling days in the swamp after a gator bit off his arm. How did he not bleed to death? I I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, He got lost in the woods. And when he finally found the lake, he decided to swim across rather than walk around it. He said, there was a gator on my right side, and it got my forearm, and it started to go into a death roll, dragging him underwater three times. He said, when we came up the third time, uh, she took off with my arm. He somehow swam back to where he started and began to walk, wander, and scream for help. He ended up spending three days trying to find his way out of the swamp. Uh, before finally a man encountered him and uh, took him to a hospital. Surgeons had to amputate the majority of his right arm. The alligator took off with most of my arm. It was about down to my elbow, maybe a little bit more. With the bone poking out, a lot of pain the whole three days, screaming at the top of my lungs. There's no way this is real. My arm's gone. (laughs) Like, I don't have an arm anymore. There's no way. I got to be dreaming or something. I came out of the swamp naked with one arm. I was reborn for a reason. I believe that is to motivate other people. Are we sure this really happened? <laughs> I know. Now he's going to become a motivational I was, speaker. I was I thinking him reborn. Are we I sure this really happened? Alligator bit my hand. Oh, my God. Is that it really what happened? like unless he had some sort of a, a like a shoelace or something where he could, that you, he would bleed. Well, you take, your belt, you take your belt off and you tie it around, well, right? But he so didn't say that. Just that he was, he was naked, naked with half an arm. Right. Right. I came out of the swamp and I was, it's like. I don't know how you stopped the bleeding, I guess. Gator don't play no shit. I would think you'd bleed to death. Mm-hmm. I got the bone poking out, and you yeah. can, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it just die of shock, if nothing else. Well, three days naked in the woods with right. no food, and you're screaming at the top of your right. lungs. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling a wood chipper incident here, yeah. Sean. I'm feeling more like there was a Something ac- else there was an out. accident on the meth farm or something got like it. that, and maybe he didn't want to get caught. <laughs> I was reborn. Have you ever wondered how many times you can fake your own kidnapping and get away with it? Oh, man, four. A thirty, yes, exactly. A thirty-year-old woman in Spain sent her mother a terrifying video of herself being held hostage. Ah. She was blindfolded. Someone was holding a knife to her throat, and there was blood coming out of her mouth. She told her she'd been kidnapped, and the, she says if the mother says anything to police, they'd kill her. Turns out it was all fake. Even the blood. The woman and four accomplices were arrested for trying to extort fifty thousand oh dollars from, from the woman's mother? mother. The mother did pay. Uh, but somehow police caught wind of it and started investigating. They found that the woman had already conned her mother three other times in similar oh schemes. What? What's her name? The, the girl? Uh, I don't know. I don't oh. have her name here. Oh, Susie. Again? Right. Would you just, would you lock the doors? I'm tired of being you kidnappers. They got the way with the same ones from last time? <laughs> right. You got to get new friends. She yeah. got a total of $45,000 from her mother over the course of this scam. When police found her, she and her accomplices were living it up at a casino. Man. Right. Pull me once, shame on you. Pull me twice, shame on me. Mm-hmm. Pull me three times, stop getting kidnapped. Right. How about these brain trusts in Pennsylvania? Right, here we go. A uh, couple is accused of risking a catastrophe by tampering with railroad equipment. Idiot. Investigators identified Amy Shaner as the woman who helped Ryan Boria. Both of them worked together at a fast food restaurant. Uh, apparently, they put something on the tracks. I, it's not clear to me what it what it was, uh, but somehow uh, they say that it was intended to prevent the uh, gates the traffic gates at yeah, the yeah, track yeah. F- uh, from working properly, which would block traffic, and that would prevent people from going to Wendy's where they worked so they would have a slow night at work. <laughs> oh what a brilliant, brilliant plan. No way. Yeah, that, that was, was their, their plan. That was it. That was it. That was it. Yeah. They just didn't want to work really hard? Yep. Yeah. So they just said, we're going to put some stuff yeah. on the tracks, Train tracks and, and then yeah. no one will be able to come. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Video led police oh. to them. Oh, man, don't find him too much. I got to give him props for that. You know, oh, man, this job sucks. We really sucks. need a slow night. We're understaffed. I just really need a slow. I got to catch up on some sleep. Where's 
compete. We just can't have all these people coming over the train tracks. What are we going to do? Hey, let's stop the train. <laughs> and how about this woman? That's great. Uh, she is a, a lifeguard at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Okay. She was arrested at the Las Vegas airport after allegedly doing a dine-in dash at the Chili's restaurant in Ooh. one of the airport's terminals. Restaurant employees called police. Uh, they reported finding a female matching that description sleeping near the security checkpoint. They say she became belligerent and threatened to spit on all of the officers. Yeah. The 28-year-old woman, though, says she was just being harassed by police because they'd never seen anyone as pretty as her. Oh. And they're, quote, perverts and were trying to rape her because of how good-looking she is. Oh, whoa, she was arrested. Whoa, this woman whoa, already whoa. had an outstanding warrant. Yeah. Apparently, she wasn't good-looking enough to avoid multiple arrests. Yeah. That's what happened to me when I got arrested. So they <laughs> were just too good-looking? I was too good-looking. They said, damn, we got to lock this guy up and get him in handcuffs before all that too fine, hot. Too all that fineness makes its way out of the airport. Too really. hot for the jail cell. I want my baby back. Chili, baby back Baba Gusol. She was hanging out at the Chili's at the airport. Huh? Yes, she was. <laughs> that's Too highfalutin. Hot. That's where the hot chicks go. Oh, so yeah, that's where all the hotties. Mm-hmm. That's where all the it's models. Place to be seen. That's where Miss Universe is having some baby bag ribs. <laughs> She's going, getting down on some ribs and onion rings over there at the Chili's at the airport. You're not going to find her in the VIP club, Sean. Oh, Shaw. hell no. What do they call that club? The pilot club or whatever? You're not not going to be there. You know, those, those special clubs. The airport lounge. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, one of those uh, VIP lounges where you can go and get mm-hmm. a $90 cocktail. No, she's hanging out at the Chili's right now. The most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> Un- <laughs> Unmatched beauty, yep. really. Yep. Her and Cindy Crawford just so in the dead. Chili's hanging out, <laughs> eating a York peppermint patty. <laughs> so, yep. Yep. so hot. Her and Giselle in Too there. Hot. Down in some $2 domestic taps, eating some free wings. Got to pay for the, got to pay for the. Yeah, happy hour. Pay for the blue cheese dri- <laughs> dressing <laughs> at the Chili's at the airport. Is that what she's doing? Yep, living large. This is your wake up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, Big Rock Show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. It's Friday, the weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! It is the weekend, and everything's coming up Millhouse. I can't wait, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Lots going on. The weather is improving. Fest right around the corner. We've got the bike giveaway. We've got so much happening in our area as we wind things down. The weather part is obviously my favorite. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest. I, yesterday was a little too warm. Went in the pool. Might be for the last time this year. Went in the pool. We'll see. But uh, the weekend is here, and uh, I think tonight we're going up to the cities. We're going to catch uh, Giovanni and the Hired Guns oh, at, fun. at the Turf Club. Uh, a little quick overnight stay, and then back here because we got uh, you know something to do tomorrow. A little uh, party, to, a little party change. to get to. But uh, we'll, we'll more info on that uh, in just a minute. But here we go with three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. And if you miss anything on my list, you can go to the morning sickness page at ninety five seven therockcom for more info tonight. Adam Palm live at River Rats Bar and Grill from five until nine. Our buddy Adam Palm, mm-hmm. who has uh, been in the studio a number of time, uh, times over the years. Is going to be playing solo at River Rats from 5 until 9. You can sit inside or outside on the patio. Enjoy some beverages, some food. Make sure you try the Backwater Burger. It's phenomenal if you haven't had it. And, of course, some great tunes. Ask him to play his version of the Thursday song, even though it's Friday. Uh, you can get there by bike, by car, or by boat. They obviously have the slew in the back, Shaw, so you can get there mm-hmm. one way or the other or the other. And you can see Adam Palm tonight live at River Rats from 5 until 9 p.m. Tomorrow, end of summer bash features in Holman. That's the big one. Uh, there's no shortage of things going on tomorrow, but for us and for all intents and purposes, let's be honest, it's the big thing going on. Uh, the bike giveaway. We're talking about a brand new 2022 Harley Davidson Road King. We've towed this bad boy around for three months straight. Mm-hmm. We've qualified 93 people and we'll qualify two more tomorrow at features in Holman. 
There's going to be food. There's going to be ice cold twisted teas. The Badger game will be on the televisions. By the way, they have TVs on the patio now. Oh, cool. And we've got a giant tent. So uh, if you're worried about the weather and the rain, don't because we'll have a big tent for you to hang out underneath in the parking lot. It features and then we'll qualify two more people. Check in and registration again starts at three. We'll qualify two people around four and then we'll start the giveaway. Last man standing. Always very, very suspenseful. All 95 of them up there. Uh, not on stage, no. Okay. But uh, usually when we get down to the final 10, we try to get them up in the front. Got it. Uh, so that we've got uh, names and addresses and we know who's who. But, uh, yeah, the bike giveaway tomorrow. Big thanks again to our sponsors for the 95 Days of Summer. It features in Holman, of course, Twisted Tea, Great River Harley-Davidson, River Valley Remodelers, and uh, big thanks to all of our fans who followed us around all summer and signed up for the bike. So it's going to be a hell of a time tomorrow at the end of Summer Bash. And tomorrow night afterwards, Shaw, I think we'll go home, we'll get cleaned up, and then we'll head out to the Speedway because it's the Night of Destruction! Nice. That's right. They're just going to get smashed. Everything's getting smashed, including me. Uh, hmm. The Night of Destruction back at the Lacrosse Fairground Speedway. Monster trucks. The jet car. Have you ever seen that thing? I have not. Dude, so it's basically like a jet engine yep. strapped to a car. Like one of those dragsters? Yeah, and they call it a jet car. And then they, I don't know if they still do it, but they did in the past. They would burn another car behind it. They would put the car behind it, and then they would turn that thing on high, and then boom, it would just, yeah, it was awesome to watch. Also, of course, the trailer race of destruction, steel wall crash, fireworks, and a whole lot more. Gates open at 5.30. The destruction begins at 7 p.m. Children five and under get in free. Uh, kid tickets for kids ages 6 to 11 are only 6 bucks. And adult tickets are up to 25 bucks. You can get them at the gate or you can buy them online. The Night of Destruction, tomorrow night at the Lacrosse Fairgrounds Speedway. Sunday Funday, Shaw, you know it's Packer time, right? Oh, yeah. All the football fans are excited. For big Sunday one with the Vikings. Funday. Yeah, big season opener <clears throat> as they're on the road in Minnesota. Vikings, uh, you know, looking to uh, win a game, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no shortage of places to go and watch the game and have a, a hashtag Sunday Funday. I recommend you go back to Features and Holman for their tailgate party. Okay. It starts at 1.30, uh, so it's two hours before kickoff. It's $30 per person or 50 bucks per couple. Okay. Each ticket includes a 16-ounce mug that you get to uh, take and uh, you know get refilled, mm-hmm. free domestic tap beer, free food from 1.30 until kickoff at 3.25, and there's going to be prizes and a chance to win up to $1,000 oh, in cash. sweet. So, yeah, why wouldn't you go? Plus, they got a million TVs out there and some great food on the menu if you feel like ordering off the menu at Features and Holman for their Packer Viking game tailgate party. That's my list of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Again, you can check it out online, Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And obviously, there's a ton of other events happening in our area. There's bands playing everywhere and anywhere. Uh, Stepping Out in Pink is going on. Yep. There's there's uh, UWL football. There's, of course, Final Moon Tunes tomorrow. High too. school action happening tonight. And uh, you can find a list of many of those events online at aroundrivercity.com. And if you have an event coming up that you want us to talk about, you can post it for free right there at aroundrivercity.com. It's a pretty sweet deal. Please do so. Three things to do in and around the cross this weekend here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 95.7 The Rock.com and the 95.7 The Rock app.